You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a quarantined episode of Earth Oddity Podcast, your favorite podcast broadcasting from a closet in Northport, Alabama. My name's John. I'm here with my good friend, Tiny. Hey, and we are both alive and well so at far. this moment. So far, so far, <laughs> uh, Tiny had to barter and trade three rolls of toilet paper to get gas to drive <laughs> to my house to record this episode, and uh, I'm so thankful that he did uh, <laughs> because otherwise I would be stuck with my family for another couple of hours, and um, you know that's never a good thing <laughs> for any of us. Nobody so. wants that. But we have some wacky, wild. Very coronavirus-specific episode today, because that's all that's been in the news. What is up with this COVID-19 stuff, man? I don't know. Like Every podcast I listen to, that's what they're talking about. Right. Every time I turn on the news, that's what they're talking yeah. about. That's all there is. That's all there is. Now, is, is COVID-19 the preferred nomenclature, or is coronavirus, I mean, is it either or? We, I mean, it's probably either or. I feel like COVID-19 is what you say if you're trying to sound smart. Like okay. If you want to be a cut above the <laughs> rest. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like a scientist or something. Yes. Okay. Well, coronavirus <laughs> is really what I've latched on to. Right. Because I can remember it. But That's what they call it in the tabloids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Down here for us lower class yeah. people. <laughs> we get coronavirus. All you one percenters yeah. get COVID-19. So. Um, but we got some really good stories this week, even if they are all pretty much related. Not all of them are related to, but pretty we, much related we to. We dug deep to yeah. find a couple of stories that are coming up in our No Colton section. <laughs> right. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, we're yeah. talking a lot about coronavirus. Well, the world has gone mad. They've it canceled has. all sports. Yeah. Which I sat up and cried <laughs> about it. You know, the nerds they've done got their revenge I again. Know. I know <laughs> they won't quit getting revenge. Let's just take a moment and all pray for bookies worldwide who <laughs> are now out of a job, you know, and probably out of toilet paper. Yeah, and toilet paper, <laughs> which by the way, they canceled school in Alabama for like two and a half weeks. Now, yeah. you don't know, y'all are homeschooled. You I know, say yeah. Eli, he's, you don't get out of that that easy, but in our county, spring break starts this week. Okay. And my kids are on spring break. Well, then they just said they sent out a message last night that was like, don't school. come back till April. <laughs> yeah, don't come back till April 6th, you know. So I, number one, started drinking heavily. <laughs> <laughs> but number two, I opened up our pantry and I was like, we don't have any food at all. You know, like none. Like We haven't been to the grocery store. Y'all are counting on the schools to feed them. Yeah, well, that helps you. <laughs> you get a meal a day out of the school, you know. <laughs> right. So I'm like, this and it is, cost you what, like a a dollar and some change? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I have no idea what it costs. By the way, I'm okay. not that involved of a parent. I think Deidre <laughs> just loads money in their lunch account. I have no idea how that goes. But uh, eight o'clock last night, I'm like, hey Thomas, we need to go to the grocery store. Won't you come with me? So me and Thomas trek over to Publix. To <laughs> Get your face store. mask. No, <laughs> your Lysol. <laughs> but I have, we have six people in this household. I have a buggy full of groceries, mm -hmm. and I just tell everyone, like, I'm not panicking. Not, this is not a panic buy. We're just buying normal groceries for our family to eat for like a week and a half. Where so, did you go? To Publix, just right across the road here. Oh, dude. Yeah. What? How much did you spend on that big buggy full of groceries? <laughs> it, was, uh, it was like $270. Golly. Now, I'm, I'm a great 
you know, I was raised in a grocery store. Right. right? I, you groceries were, yes. course through my blood. And that is not a joke about me being fat. All right. <laughs> I've, I've lived the grocery life more than most people. So yes. I'm an excellent grocery shopper. I bought a ton of food. Now, buy one, get one free. I'm all in on it. Uh-huh. And I don't care if my kids get tired of eating it because that's just what we're getting. Mm-hmm. So we got chicken nuggets out the wazoo. I, I should probably quit talking about it because if things go really south, somebody's <laughs> going to try to come steal my food. But there was no toilet paper, none at all. Really? Yeah. Huh. But luckily, we have a good little, not a store of it, but we got we got enough to get us for a little while. Gotcha. Yeah. We're going to talk to Libby because Libby, she puts the paper to it. You know, <laughs> she'll clog up a toilet in a heartbeat. Well, so. I know where to get it. I may. Uh, oh, yeah. But I don't want to say it on air. Oh, <laughs> I don't no. want to <laughs> lose my TP source. I thought about going on Facebook and just posting like <laughs> random places that have toilet paper. You know, like, <laughs> I have no clue if they do or not. <laughs> just to get people to drive there. And if they show up and they're like, well, there's not any here. I'm like, man, people must have got to it. You know, it was filled up yesterday or last night. Also, last time I checked, and I'm not a scientist, I'm no. not a virologist yeah. or any of that stuff. Yeah. But this is a respiratory disease, yeah. right? That, why, does, why does everybody want toilet paper? The only thing I don't understand either, because, yeah, it's not a dookie disease, right? <laughs> right. I mean, it'd be one thing right. if, if coronavirus gave you diarrhea. Right. That would make perfect sense. Yeah. But most people, I guess, are assuming, hey, I'm going to be trapped in the house for like three weeks and I need something to, I need some rump ribbon, you know, (laughs) to take care of stuff. But I I don't know. That's my only thought. Yeah. Also, you know, like peer pressure is a thing. We all learned about it in youth group in high school. So once you see other people doing it, you're like, I got to do it. I got to get it too. Yeah. You know, people just start buying it. You're like, well, I guess I better get some too because now I'm not going to be able to get any because everybody's buying it. Well, I would just like to say that, again, while I am no scientist and it has not been proven that listening to Earth Oddity podcast can cure Corona disease, I can also 100% guarantee you it doesn't hurt. Sure. Right. So, well, I'm long documented on the podcast. I'm a home based pooper. I don't poop in public (laughs) ever, ever. So if we run out of toilet paper, I'm just going to stand on my hands in the shower and <laughs> take care of business, right? That's impressive. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got some tricks up my sleeve. People don't know it. But that's what I'm going to do. That's my plan. Okay. And also, since sports are canceled, people are canceling vacations or whatever, I feel like this is the this is the age of the podcasters. You yeah, know, This yeah. is where we take over. <laughs> so this is our moment to shine yes. right now. And in our moment to shine, I've already told the world that I will stand on my hands in the shower <laughs> and wash duty off my butt. So that's just what you get with me. This is our moment to shine, and I can't get this stinking buzz out of this cord. It's driving me bonkers. on this end? I don't know. It's it's behaving for now. So okay. Well, anyway, do you have any Corona stories? I do. <laughs> we talked about this week. I got a Kentucky Fried Chicken Corona story. I got a <laughs> Florida Corona story. Yes, I've got a. Those are my two Corona stories. Well, I have a student who was punished for selling squirts of hand sanitizer. Okay. Last time I checked, Bernie Sanders isn't president yet, <laughs> so I don't understand why that's against the rules. That's a joke, Bernie bros. Don't <laughs> harass us online, okay? Right. Okay, don't harass us and threaten Biden us. is your true enemy, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> don't yes. take it out on us. <laughs> But I wanted to start with this. Sheriff accused of theft makes a false COVID-19 claim to delay his trial. Okay. This was an Alabama sheriff. Nice. (laughs) That's a bold move. (laughs) Yeah. But topical on his part. Yeah, it is. You know, and uh, we were talking about this earlier, like this whole uh, coronavirus. It was funny when it was in China, and then it was funny when it was in Italy. It got less funny when it got over here to these shores. And for the longest time, Alabama was one of the only states that hadn't had a confirmed case until last night Mm -hmm. when they had a press conference and said, we've got not one but five cases of coronavirus right here in Tuscaloosa. Happened real quick, too, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we went from none to five, like... In in our hometown, where we live. Right. Yeah, it's here. (laughs) So I was like, daggone. Yes. But anyway... Attorneys for Alabama Sheriff Mike Blakely. It seems like we've talked about him before about something else, have we? Probably. Anyway, 
Uh, he is probably back on like uh, saving money or stealing money. Is this the dude who built a beach house with the jail funds? Maybe. Could be. I'm not. I don't. That's not. Somebody confirm that. Yeah. We need fact Let's checkers here. Let's just say here. it is. Let's just say it is. <laughs> Anyway, uh, he attempted to delay his trial by falsely claiming he was being tested for the illness caused by a new coronavirus. <laughs> With Limestone County Sheriff Mike Blakely set to go on trial on felony charges, his attorneys told a judge in court document filed Friday that he was hospitalized and being tested for COVID-19. But testimony during a rare Saturday hearing showed that the 69-year-old Blakely wasn't being tested for the illness. <laughs> and Circuit Judge Pride Tompkins criticized the defense for making claims that could cause a public panic, the new courier of Athens reported. I don't know what your tactic is, but it's condemned by the court, Tompkins said, and the court will not tolerate it. Defense lawyer Robert Tutton said that he was simply mistaken about the sheriff's health problem and he wasn't trying to pull a fast one. <laughs> Records indicated Blakely <laughs> that didn't want any part of that. No. You know? Records indicated Blakely was hospitalized with a respiratory problem, but a doctor testified that there was no indication that it was COVID nineteen and that such testing wasn't needed. There are apparently several different kinds of coronaviruses, but we all had to go on what we knew at the moment. Dr. Maria Anya testified during the hearing that Blakely was tested for several things, including influenza and walking pneumonia, but the results came back negative. The sheriff has been to the emergency room three times with similar symptoms and likely wouldn't be ready for a trial on Monday, she said. Hmm. After the hearing, Tompkins ordered that all new filings in the case be sealed and unavailable to the public, so it wasn't clear whether Blakely was out of the hospital and when the trial might begin. Okay. Grand jurors indicted Blakely last year on multiple felony accounts and one misdemeanor alleging that he stole campaign donations and used his job to obtain interest-free loans and solicited money from employees. He has been sheriff of the North Alabama County for about 36 years. Wow. I mean, you don't be sheriff of anywhere for 36 years without getting a little bit of yeah, <laughs> a little bit of sketchy money here and there, right? Yeah, that's how you, I think, <laughs> sketchy money is how you are sheriff for 30-some years, <laughs> yes. right? Well, a bold strategy by this dude. <laughs> right. And wild to throw out coronavirus when nobody's even, at that time, had been tested positive here. He would have been the first He's case. Like patient zero in Alabama. <laughs> yes. But I respect his moxie for trying to get out of this trial. You know? Right. I bet you he's been licking handrails, <laughs> shaking everybody's hands. You know, he's been doing everything he can trying to catch it. Yeah, yeah. He heard it like wasn't fatal for people who were in good shape and didn't were immunocompromised. He's like, I, I got. He's sixty nine years old though. Yeah. So, but if he's a sheriff, you would think. Well, I don't know. I've seen some pretty fat sheriffs in my life. <laughs> I mean, what you are know? you going to do? Are you going to arrest coronavirus because <laughs> it tried to kill you? He's trying to get that solitary confinement sale. He knows it's not going to be good for him down at the county jail. That's right? a good point. Yeah. 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 You don't want to be a, a sheriff in jail. Any sort of law enforcement when they go to jail. They, yeah. It's pretty bad. They I think. need to keep a low profile. I haven't been to like serious jail before, so I don't know, you know. Right how i would be but i can't imagine it being good you know? i've only seen it in the movies yeah so. they're pretty much same here there's right like here. a guy named red who he can get you things <laughs> and occasionally uh, the warden may ask you to put together a football team so right. you can like play the other Absolutely. officers in a football game yeah i think that happens pretty regularly in football right <laughs> right or, i mean in prison yeah yeah i know when i was in prison i got a little rock hammer to craft myself my own chess set and then I ended up digging my way out behind my Ferris Farrah Fawcett poster. So, <laughs> good news is you escaped. Bad news is while climbing through sewage, you got coronavirus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you win some, you lose some. That's pretty good. I forgot to mention that I went viral since this is like a virus <laughs> episode. That I went viral on Facebook this week right. and, and Instagram and everything. Nice. Yeah. With a little post I made on Facebook, but it ended up getting shared around. I saw people send it to me on Twitter, like text it to me because nobody can find me on Twitter. <laughs> right. Except for like four or five people that listen to this show. So that was kind of a big moment for me. I just nice. wanted to state, I made a joke about at the time, Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana didn't have 
coronavirus mm-hmm. any cases and about the SEC West, you know, the coronavirus didn't want any of yes. it or whatever. And the people who responded to the people who responded to that post with like, well, people in the South don't travel or <laughs> they're not testing for it again. I was going to say, you people have a big old dump in your pants, and nobody <laughs> wants to hang around with you. You know, nobody does. Yeah. Like if you respond like that to like a to an obvious joke, <laughs> there is something wrong in your brain. Well, actually, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like there is something wrong with your brain. Just be cool for a moment and enjoy <laughs> something for what it is, which is just a stupid joke. You yeah, know? yeah. Okay, but now that I got that off my chest, let's go to something more serious here. This comes from Fox News trusted news source (laughs) i was told by the president this is the only news i can read okay (laughs) so pretty much all i consume now kfc's finger licking good ad is called irresponsible by viewers during a coronavirus outbreak (laughs) that's been their slogan for forever that's been their slogan since back when they were kentucky fried chicken yeah they tried to rebrand to kfc but i will really always call it kentucky fried chicken (laughs) but they're you know like around I guess it's probably early 90s. People are like, fried foods are bad for you. Yeah. Which, who would ever imagine (laughs) dipping something in batter and dumping it in hot grease could be bad for you, you know? (laughs) Yes. So they try to rebrand a KFC to get Kentucky Fried Chicken out of their out of their their name. name. Yeah. Right. So anyways, amid the coronavirus outbreak, KFC has suspended advertisements using the brand classic finger licking good slogan in the UK after the Advertising Standards Authority reportedly received multiple complaints concerning a new ad that launched two weeks ago. So these same people who commented on my post <laughs> also live in the UK, and they have a big old dump in their pants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ASA, Advertising Standards Authority, received 163 complaints from viewers after the ad debuted on television, a spokesperson confirmed to Fox News. That was suspiciously just the amount of angry face reaction. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Facebook>. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. It was one guy. I don't even want to get off on it. One guy was like, well, yes, they're colleges and they have the uh, least uh, non-African-American minorities of any other region in the state. Of course, they're And I was like, man, what does that have to do with yeah. anything? Last time I checked, coronavirus don't care what yeah, color your right. skin is. Well, I think what he was saying is these people aren't traveling outside the U.S. to see families or whatever. Right. I, it took everything I had not to argue <laughs> with these people. You know, every ounce of energy i had not to argue like you are the worst no one wants to hang around you yes. you know like nobody does well actually the yeah. chicken didn't cross the road because <laughs> chickens are typically kept in chicken houses right anyways the commercial called piano showed multiple people licking their fingers while eating in public places <laughs> Complaints called the ad irresponsible because it potentially encourages behavior that might increase the chances of coronavirus spreading, like the touching of the face. Right. After airing the ad, however, KFC quickly ended the campaign before ASA had even informed the fast food chain of viewers' concerns, the spokesman told Fox News. So KFC was proactive here. Mm Mm-hmm. KFC did not immediately respond to Fox News' request for comments, but in a statement to Ad Age... The brand said it was withdrawing the ad and alluded to the viral pandemic. It doesn't feel like the right time to be airing this campaign, so we've decided to pause it for now. But we're really proud of it and look forward to bringing it back at a later date, the statement read. Hmm. So this is the old New Coke yes. thing, you know, like, oh, we're just, we're going to build some hype for it and let it go, but then we're going to bring it back later, you know? Right, right. The fried chicken chain is not only the brand thinking twice about advertisements in light of the worldwide outbreak. Hershey's also pulled an ad featuring people hugging and shaking hands while Coors Light discontinued its official beer of working remotely campaign amid the outbreak at age reported, <laughs> which I don't know why you would do that if you're Coors Light. A lot of people go be working for home, you know. Mm-hmm. I wanted to start a uh, get comfy during the quarantine with spiller furniture, you know, like come in and buy some new furniture. You'll be stuck in the house. Yeah. Maybe get a new mattress. You and your loved one can sleep well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but huh. I don't know that I, I didn't get a whole lot of support for that around the office. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant, though. Yeah, I mean. If you could do it funny, you know, mm-hmm. you make it funny, but yeah. yeah. It seems like a great advertisement would be if, uh, I don't know, say this guy's eating some KFC and somebody walks by and he's like coughing. Yeah. 
and it, it makes him, you know, look twice, think twice about his chicken, but it's so good yeah. that he eats it anyway. Well, what I would, I think for KFC, a good thing to do would be eat your chicken. You get ready to lick your fingers and you're like, oh, can't do that. You know, people are getting sick and whatever. <laughs> yes. And then the guy sitting like at the table next to you, like leans over and licks your fingers and he's like, <laughs> I got you, bud. And they're like people helping people during the pandemic. Yes. You know? That wouldn't get any complaints. No, but that would be a brilliant ad. <laughs> yes. You'd really probably want to go. Well, I don't know if you want to go male, female in that scenario. Two males could work. Two females could work. Whatever. You yeah. know, I was saying that would be a great idea. That would get people talking. Yes. You know? So, and you're talking about how we're all helping each other during this, these trying times of coronavirus. Right. Yeah. So please gonna... get with me. I'm a marketing genius. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John. This next story is a student was suspended from school for selling squirts of hand sanitizer to classmates. Okay. I love this kid. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Already I love him. Little young entrepreneur. Well, here we go. And this comes from USA Today. As coronavirus panic reaches a fever pitch and the World World Health Organization (laughs) officially calling it a pandemic, some people have taken advantage of people's anxiety for a quick buck. I mean, as you do. Yeah. That includes one teenager in the United Kingdom. But a lot of problems in England with, <laughs> with coronavirus yeah. here. Who was suspended from school for the day for selling squirts of hand sanitizer to his friends <laughs> at Dixon's Unity Academy in Leeds. Now, if you told me I could get suspended for a day, I mean, only a day. <laughs> right. You know, I would be all in. I'd sell squirts all over the playground. Jenny Tompkins posted her son's money-making schemes on Facebook Wednesday, where it amassed nearly 198,000 reactions and 98,000 comments, much of which praised his entrepreneurial savvy. Very hard to discipline this behavior when his dad phones him from work to call him a bleeping legend, Tompkins wrote on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) One poster called him a very enterprising lad. In all... He made just over $11 from his little grift. All right. I don't think the term grift is fair here. No. I mean, they all knew what they were getting, exactly. right? Yeah. It's, I mean, did, you had a willing buyer <laughs> and a willing seller. Here's the question. Were they getting hand sanitizer? A grift would be if he just took some liquid hand soap and, yeah. you know, whooshed it up with some water and was selling that as hand sanitizer. True. That yeah. would be a grift. Yeah. If he is selling actual hand sanitizer... And they're getting what they're paying for. Yeah. What's the problem? I don't know. Anyway, uh, he was selling squirts of hand sanitizer for 64 cents. 64 cents. I mean. What an odd number. Was he like doing that so it ain't round up with tax? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) What are the proceeds going to be used for? Tompkins said that he purchased a bag of Doritos and that he plans to buy a kebab with the rest of his cash. (laughs) A reminder, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention prefers plain old hand washing with soap and water, which eradicates all germs over hand sanitizer. So, Hmm. but again, I don't understand why this, now this is England, and so maybe they're a little bit more. (laughs) Maybe there's a school policy against selling stuff, you know? Right. Maybe they put it in there for drugs and it just covers everything. It's like blanket policy or something. I don't know. I would like to think that surely that wouldn't ever happen over here in America. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, think about it. This kid got paid, and he got to go home. Like, that's an amazing day for a school kid. Yeah, You know? And I, I think this is a qualities you want in a young man. Mm-hmm. He'll be running a company or something one day. Yeah. You know? Or, you know, addicted to crack. You never know how these things go. <laughs> but, uh yeah, I, I feel like uh, if it was my kid, I would not be mad at all. No. I, would, I would be mad like, hey, you got suspended. Mm-hmm. You know, dude, can you not keep this quiet? Now we got to run this out of the bathroom. You know, now we got to get child care. Yeah, right. and it's a pain in the rear. I don't want you to come to work with me mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, I, I feel like this kid is doing the world a favor. He was helping people be safe, mm-hmm. you know, uh, keeping the pandemic at bay. And making a little cash while he was doing it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I picked 64 cents. Though. I would have picked 69 cents. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. I would have went dollar a pop. A lot easier. <laughs> dollar a pop. Or, you know, but they got a, they're on the pound or whatever yeah. over there. So maybe it's different. Maybe that's 64 very, cents equals a, a pound or whatever. Or maybe that's like 50 cents over here. Yeah. Right. And that's why it was that. That's just what it 
equates to yeah. maybe. I, I would have started out a dollar though, and yeah. it came down on my price. Yeah. As I was about to say, dollar is kind of expensive. I mean, if you can get people to pay it, exactly, then go for it. That's what I'm saying. You started a dollar, and people are like, I don't know, well, seventy five. And I don't know how everybody else feels, but yeah. I probably would not pay a dollar. But now a quarter. If I really need some hand yeah. sanitizer and I've got a quarter in my pocket, a quarter I, would, pop. I would probably give somebody a quarter for a squirt of hand sanitizer. Well, see, uh, Donald Trump's Art of the Deal teaches you about setting your anchor point, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and then you negotiate from there. Right. So along with Fox News, that's all I've been reading is Donald <laughs> Trump's Art of the Deal. <laughs> yeah. I have it memorized. I'm getting a passage of it tattooed on my rib cage. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So you want to start out high, I would think, and then be willing to work down. Gotcha. I'm, what do I know? I don't know. I've never sold hand sanitizer. <laughs> I don't know what the hand sanitizer market's like. You've sold furniture and sandwiches. So. Yeah. Yeah. So sold a lot of both of those, <laughs> you know. Well, when there's a pandemic, we all turn to the government. As we know, <laughs> the government, wise, they have the resources. They have all the answers. They have all the answers for us. Yeah. So down in Florida, Brevard County. Their top health administrator um, has decided to go on a cruise during the pandemic. <laughs> now, probably got tickets like a really good deal. Oh, great deal. <laughs> so, great deal. I mean, how can you not go on a cruise <laughs> at these prices? Uh, well, first, I'm anti-cruise anyways. I think I've talked about it. I, I, yeah. I don't like the idea of cruises. I don't want to be trapped on a boat with a bunch of people that I don't know or possibly don't like. Right. It's like you take a Walmart and float it out in the ocean and you're just stuck with those people. <laughs> There's nothing you can do, right? I'm not a cruise fan. Never, I've been on like one day cruise to the Bahamas one time on what they called a cruise ship, but I think it was like a tugboat. It was the trashiest boat I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Shout out to my mom who knows because she was on it with me too. It was not a cruise ship. Well, maybe that just spoiled you on cruises. Maybe so. Maybe it like, affected me for the rest of my <laughs> yes. life. It's like if you're a little kid, you get bit by a dog and then you're afraid of dogs for the rest of your life. Right. Maybe that's exactly what it is. Well, anyways, Brevard County's top ranking health official is taking a cruise this week amid the worldwide pandemic of the new coronavirus and she will limit interactions with others for 14 days upon returning to the U.S. Maria Stahl is administrator of the Florida Department of Health in Brevard, which is headquartered on Judge Fran Jameson Way in Vieira. Now, we all, everybody knows where that is. I was right. down there a few weeks ago. Last week, Stahl participated in a series of media briefings on the coronavirus at the Emergency Operations Center in Rockledge. More than 200 people attended, including county, municipal, and public safety officials. Upon her return, the DOH Brevard Administrator, Maria Stahl, will follow the CDC guidelines that are in effect at the time, the Assistant Health Department Director, Anita Stremmel, said Thursday morning. The DOH website is updated daily as new information arises, as does the CDC website. Current CDC guidelines for travelers on cruises are travelers should monitor their health and limit interaction with others for 14 days after returning to the United States. If you become symptomatic, immediately self-isolate and contact your county health department or health care provider. The CDC and the U.S. State Department recommends that travelers defer all cruise ship travel worldwide. Now, apparently this lady <laughs> Great news to the uh, cruise lines. She's been looking forward to this cruise for a while. <laughs> yes. This is a dynamic situation, and those traveling by ship may be impacted by travel restrictions affecting their itineraries or ability to disembark or may be subject to quarantine procedures implemented by the local authorities, the CDC website states. So let's see. Wednesday, the WHO declared the coronavirus outbreak a pandemic. And it says the cruise the administrator is on does not travel to any countries currently deemed level two or three by the CDC. So maybe she's all right. She became the health administrator of in November of 2016. And let's see, she's been a nursing director for community health, school health coordinator, and an interim administrator for the health department. She couldn't be reached for comment, probably because she's on the cruise. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, let's see. And it goes on to talk about like Princess Cruise are suspending operations for 60 days worldwide. Other cruise lines are dialing back what they're doing for a while because of this whole pandemic thing. 
But to me, the most alarming. No more, uh, no more cave spelunking slash bat <laughs> encounters. <laughs> <laughs> to me, the most alarming thing about this is it's like, hey, uh, I know there's a pandemic going, but I've had this vacation schedule, so guys, I'm out. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, not I'm gonna stay here and make sure everything. You need a leader. You need somebody that's gonna make sure we're getting the things done. Like, nope, I'm out. And I'm going on a cruise, too, <laughs> which we specifically said you might not want to do. <laughs> right. Uh, that's the person that's in charge down there. But, I mean, you go on this cruise, though, and you get back and you get, like, 14 days extra vacation. Extra vacation. So <laughs> maybe she's got it figured out. I you guess know? so. She's uh, maybe slicker than we think. If you've got, like, a, a really good immune system or, or you feel like you do anyway, yeah. then... I bet she's hand sanitizing it up while she's on that ship. <laughs> you know, yes. and the thing about like I don't know because, like I say, I'm very limited cruise experience. But I know Megan, who used to go to church with us, worked on a cruise ship for a brief period of time. Okay, but yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about, now. right? So shout out to Megan, a longtime <laughs> listener, and uh, she said that you know a lot of uh, foreign nationals work on cruise ships, right? You know? So even if the cruise is not going somewhere. You know, they may be coming off of a home leave mm-hmm. back with coronavirus infects everybody on the ship. I don't know. So you just might want to be a little careful. Right. She also said it was a nightmare working on it, too, by the way. <laughs> working on it. She was like, it was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. So <laughs> a shout out to all our cruise goers out there, too. Right. If you're on a cruise listening to this podcast, call in. We'll give the, the phone number here at the end of the episode, and you can just call in and give us an update from the cruise ship. Well, now we're getting into that part of the show. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, young ears may want to turn away or at least put in your earbuds and not listen yeah. to it with your phone on full blast. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know what to think of this next story. A serial flasher was spared jail time after saying that he only did it after being hit on the head. Okay. Now, I'm assuming that's. That's the cranium, right? Okay. Maybe I should be more specific. Yeah, cranium. (laughs) Shane Rees, 44, from Wiltshire, he uh, pleasured himself in a house window for more than 30 minutes in front of a landlord who was showing a prospective tenant around the property in January of last year. What? 30 minutes? <laughs> I mean, uh, You yes. can wrap that up a little quicker than that. You <laughs> okay. Know? Okay. He's clearly in the wrong. But I do want to ask this landlord, why did you stand there and yeah. look for 30 minutes? Right. <laughs> 30 minutes? <laughs> wow. The former demolition worker who has a history of indecent exposure dating back to 1996. Oh, wow. He's been at it for a while. Long time. (laughs) OG flasher. He told Swindon Crown Court that being struck on the head by a steel girder in the early 1990s had left him with damage to his frontal lobe. Okay. On January 30th last year, the landlord noticed curtains twitching in the window of a nearby house. Tessa Hangsington. Nailed it. (laughs) prosecuting said on January 30th last year, the landlord noticed curtains twitching in the window of a nearby house. Tessa Hangsington prosecuting said she continued. He goes on to describe the naked person moving the window to and fro. It was absolutely clear that what he was doing. Okay. No doubt about it. (laughs) No doubt about it. Scratching his leg. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. His upper thigh. Yeah. When the landlord came out of his property around 30 minutes later, Rees was still at the window performing this leg scratching on himself. Goodness gracious. While naked. Like, must have been a lot of plot to that movie. Yeah. I'm sure. A whole lot of plot. There's, you know, there, there's a lot of people who don't wear clothes when they're in their own house. Sure. So, yeah. big deal. In 2010, Rees was convicted of six exposure incidents wow. when the police rigged up an undercover camera to catch him after numerous reports from different women. Wow. The latest incident put the former demolition worker in breach of a suspended sentence imposed at Gloucester Crown Court in 2017 for similar charges. Okay. He refused to answer most of the questions put to him by police, instead suggesting that the individual who had reported the incident could have been in collusion Ooh. with those who had alerted officers for similar behavior in the past. So I I did this one time a long time ago, and now everywhere I go, people accuse me of this one sure. thing. Right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, same thing happened to Michael Jackson. <laughs> 
It's over the line, Tom. It's over the line. Wrong podcast. Too soon. Okay. Yeah, wrong podcast. Sarah Jenkins, prosecuting, said that her client spent time in hospital where he was hit on the head in the early 1990s while on a team working on the demolition of Thorn Electrical Factory in Myrtle, Tilfair, in Wales. Psychological reports ordered in 2017 when he faced allegations of indecent exposure in the court revealed that the accident had left Rees with damage to his frontal lobe and stated he may have been more disinhibited as a result. Okay. In January, he had been suffering from headaches brought on by stress and had turned to alcohol for self-medication. And the advocate said that his offending typically coincided with alcohol binges. So. Oh, yeah. Get a little randy when she gets drunk. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's how dangerous. You know? Uh, Rees pleaded guilty to the indecent exposure in court, saying that he had no memory of standing in his front window on January 30th last year, but accepted that it must have been him. I mean... You you said yourself that you deny yeah, right. regardless, no yeah. matter what. So he was sentenced to six months imprisonment, suspended for two years in order to complete a six month alcohol rehabilitation program and 200 hours of unpaid work. 200 hours. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to, he's, you know, probation. Yeah. It's like community service. What? What's that? Uh, 200 hours. It's 400 window sessions for him. Front <laughs> window saying, sessions. That means he has to wear that little vest and go pick up trash on the side of the highway right. while yeah. flashing everything. Yes. All the motorists <laughs> with his high-vis equipment on. <laughs> Judge Peter Crabtree warned that the flasher must comply with the order, saying he must not muck about. Okay. Can't muck about. <laughs> so, That's a, I've never heard it called that. All right. Uh, he said that he gets breached at the earliest opportunity if there are any breaches and sent back to me. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming that that means something to people over in the UK. Yeah, probably. Reason you would have to tell us. He was also fined 500 pounds for breaching the community order, and he must sign on to the sex offenders register for five years. Wow. Only five years? Well, I mean, he it's was. It's pretty much lifetime here, right? <laughs> if you do something like this, you're on it forever, yeah, right? Yeah, you're, yeah. I mean, I, 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 th- yeah, I want to say there is a way you can get off the register, yeah. but it's difficult. Once right. you're on that register, you're pretty much on there okay. for life. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I don't, I don't or at least know. that's what I do know that if you go on the website and you look up, you can find people. Oh, yeah. Lots of people yeah. with charges from yeah. like a long time oh, ago. They're still yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. There's so. some peoples on there. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, only sex offending I do is to my wife, so, <laughs> you know, offended her multiple times. <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to say, I don't know that the best defense is getting hit in the head with something. You right. Know? I don't know that you could you could use that to get out of this. It was apparently it didn't really work. And they're like, hey, no matter, but mm-hmm. you know, keep your hands out of your pants. But there are stories about people getting like some kind of head trauma. Oh yeah, and then developing like oh yeah, all these different types a, of behaviors. Like I had a cousin got hit kicked in the head by a mule. He could speak French afterwards. <laughs> yes. You know, it's wild. So so the brain's a tricky thing. Uh huh. I just don't know that it's gonna make you. It's not gonna get you out of trouble. Down. <laughs> I just don't. Make, I don't know. I don't believe it's gonna make you slap down. You know, in your front window for thirty minutes, right? You know, it's, kudos to this dude. I mean, what a brag! You know, what a brag for him. I'm impressed. Yeah, you know, I would say I'd like to shake his hand, but I, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate. Both with the pandemic and his past history. I need a sixty-four cent shot of hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely gonna need to need that. Yeah, well, good for this dude. Now, let's move on to our elderly yes. people. Weird time in the world these days, and, you know, older people, they still have needs, too. <laughs> oh, no. People forget that. Where is this going? Well, it's going to Little Rock, Arkansas is where it's going. And the headline reads, a 72-year-old Little Rock man is beaten with a walking cane at a motel sex meetup. With a beat, he was beat with a walking cane. Yeah, yeah. At a motel sex meetup. Okay, was he there to attend said meetup, or was he just walking by and then they were like, "Hey, there's a old guy, get him." Well, you're about to find out. Okay, 
Shout out to Todd who sent me this story. Todd, a proud Arkansas, Arkansanian, Arkansanian. It seems I think you said that before. Kansan? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. not Arkansas. I know they don't like it when you say Arkansas. <laughs> All right. A 72-year-old man told police he was beaten with his own walking cane oh, after trying to pay a woman for sex at a Little Rock motel. <laughs> okay. It happened Friday afternoon at the Ritz Motel. Sounds like a really classy place. <laughs> at 5301 Asher Avenue, if you're in the area, you can check it out. Apparently, good times to be had at the Ritz Motel. Well, you know, uh, the Ritz... Yeah, I, I feel like the Ritz Hotel would be a nice place, but when it's motel, yeah, like is there a single motel anywhere this uh, that's this super classy? That's classy, not that I know of. <laughs> yes. Um. So the man said he met a woman at the motel, and her name was Toylanda. Okay. Who he had agreed to pay for sex. Against the law, by the way. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's against the law. Unless even, you're married, you know? <laughs> and then you do things like buy houses and cars and stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, the two could not agree on an amount, and Toy Londa reportedly demanded $20 for her time. Sounds reasonable. She's She could make more money selling hand sanitizer. <laughs> the man refused to pay her. So she took his walking cane and struck him multiple times, according to the report. Golly. The witness gave the woman $20 to stop the attack. <laughs> okay. Well, now, now this is a new business venture That's where right. she just beats up elderly people and gets paid to stop. I mean, some people would pay a woman to beat them, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. You know, Maybe time. she was confused about what services yeah, what, what, were requested. Yeah. She took the money and left the motel. Okay. So police said the man suffered a deep laceration on his forehead and possibly a broken arm. That's not wow. good. He was taken to UAMS Medical Center for treatment and no arrests were made. So that's good. We're not clogging up the court system. <laughs> but Pawpaw here, <laughs> you know, buddy. Like, well, you know, he must have uh, he must have lived through the depression. Yeah. If you can get to a point where $20 is too much <laughs> yeah, to right. pay. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? No, I know. Man, yeah. hookers back in my day. <laughs> oh, you should get them for a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, like, first of all, Paul Paul, like, <laughs> where are you finding these women at? You know? Apparently the Ritz Motel. <laughs> I guess so. You know? <laughs> That I would like, and I've never seen the Ritz Motel, but it's like the Masters Inn here in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> I guarantee you, you know where the Masters Inn is. Well, I was thinking we've got one place called the Bel Air. Yeah, the Bel Air up in Alberta. Yeah, or the uh, Moon Wings. The Moon Wings. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I, I know the Masters Inn's been busted for prostitution a few times. Like they took the guy who was the owner of it to jail. Oh, time. really? Oh yeah. They're like, you're facilitating human trafficking or whatever. I know nothing about this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. No, I'm, I'm very up on prostitution stings <laughs> in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> I do remember here a while back, and this is way off the subject, but, uh, there was a, a sting set up by the police. Oh yeah. To, to catch guys. And uh -huh. they, I think they caught seven guys and they put all of their mugshots. Oh yeah. Front page. Yeah. They will, in the Tuscaloosa news. They will blare it out. One of those guys I worked with. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. <laughs> Related to that story, may have been the same bus, may have been a different bus. Uh, we started taking, you know, like we're foster parents. So we had to take all these classes to be foster parents. Right. Very first one, we're going around introducing ourselves. We have to get paired up with like somebody we don't know and learn five facts about or whatever. Deidre gets paired up with a guy, local business owner, very nice looking guy, very nice looking wife. She learns all his facts, tell it to us. Next class we show up, they're not there. The lady who's doing the class is like, yeah, they decided, you know, it wasn't right for them. The very next day, he was busted in a prostitution. <laughs> or at least the news came out that he was busted in a prostitution sting. And every time I drive by his place, I'm like, that dude pays for sex, you know? <laughs> yeah. So just be careful out there, guys. Yeah. You know, number one, let's not, let's not use prostitutes, you know? That's, I mean... Can't we all just find somebody to have sex with normally? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, coronavirus is scary enough. Yeah, true. Just, you know, going to the store and trying true. to buy toilet paper. Right. Now, 
I would say that, you know, oldest profession in the world, <laughs> right? Like we have not eliminated it yet. Does it still need to be illegal? I don't know. Can we regulate it in some way? Well, I mean, I'm not the person to <laughs> consult on Me this either. issue. Me either. I'm just saying. I, but Maybe I we need like to rethink our system here. Anything that's illegal, you're only going to have so much success trying to eliminate it. As yeah. long If there is demand for a service or a product, yes. there will be someone who is willing to uh, take the break risk. the law, yeah. take the risk, yeah. and provide said good or service. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, we don't want we don't want murder for hire to be legal. Absolutely you know? not. True. So I don't know. I'm I'm right. not the person to ask. I but do I realize say, that there's there's arguments to be made. Like, hey, would this be safer? Yeah. For said worker, if they didn't have to, like, maybe they would be more apt to come to the police yeah. with you know seriously dangerous people out there right. if they didn't have like this these charges hanging over their own head. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I say all this to say I, there's arguments to be made for both sides. I'm not the one to consult. What I'm thinking here, and first of all, I want you know, to all my church members, I am not advocating <laughs> for the legalization of prostitution. I'm yeah, just you playing are. devil's advocate here. <laughs> John right? Long on the record. I, I want to pay standing for up for sex workers yeah, right. here. What I would say is if it were legal, you probably wouldn't have people getting beat up with a cane, <laughs> right? You know, and, you know, maybe there is uh, some protection that could be in place for the worker as well. Because like you say, <laughs> demand for sex has been at an all time high, really. All, for forever. Forever. Yes. Right? I've never met anybody who's had sex has been like, yeah, you know, I don't want to ever have it again. You know, <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. You know, so uh, maybe there's something we can think about. I'm just, you know, not that Alabama is going to be the progressive state in this at all. You know, but there's one state for that kind of thing. Yeah. You just go to Nevada. And it's Nevada. Yeah. Right. And you can, I don't, you know, New Orleans, things a little loosey goosey down in New Orleans too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I mean, it's not legal there. But I've never paid. For sex. Let's just want to go on record right, right now. Never have. I don't have that much money. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, how can I hide that from my wife? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Not to mention that I'm probably going to get charged triple. <laughs> so <laughs> Take one look at me. They're like, no, nah, you know, you just keep your money. You just keep your money. Everything's fine over here. I will find someone else. Have you go back to Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be incredibly awkward, too. You know? To be like, hey, this is a business transaction. <laughs> right. You know, like I, I don't know. Like, I need some small talk. I need a little pillow talk to get me in the mood. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a good point because, I mean, I don't want to get too personal, but, I mean, anyone who's been married for 13 years, sometimes it can be awkward if just one member is into it more than yeah, the other one. Right. Exactly. I can't imagine if you're, like, actually paying money. <laughs> right. To one of the members. Just you think know? about how most people are at their jobs. And they're like, I'm ready to go home from work. You know, yes. I, I, you know, I'm not putting in any effort. I'm just cruising through the day. I got the day off tomorrow, whatever, you know? <laughs> yes. And yeah. And then you're the other guy there that's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't like all, I'm awkward as it is. I'm extremely <laughs> awkward. Everyone knows that who's ever been around me. Right. I just don't know that I could stomach that situation and be able to actually perform. You know? <laughs> yeah. I would just be like, well, this is very weird. Yeah. And I'd be like, probably like, well, tell me about where you're from. You know? Like, <laughs> yes. What do you got going on? Working your way through nursing school, whatever. I don't know. But I feel bad for Pawpaw getting beat up here, but maybe. Paul, Paul, you don't go and try to buy sex. And also lay off of Viagra, buddy. You know, <laughs> like, like like I've said a lot of times, the good Lord makes it where men can't really have sex anymore for a reason, you know, <laughs> because if we can, we're going to want to. I mean, that's just the way it goes. It consumes your life. And then it get, you hit that point where you're actually free of it. Right. But this is what happens when you start taking 
He, but, maybe he got the the, the what we were talking about the other day, the rhino peel down the gas station. <laughs> he couldn't help himself. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, we have medical science that has fixed that problem. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't know that that's the best thing in the world. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not anti ED medicine. I know some people need it. You know. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't know, like at a certain age, you just need to be cut off. We can't prescribe it to you anymore because you're old and you're gross and nobody wants to have sex with you anyways. Right? Well, there you go. Now you're talking about that bike market again. True. <laughs> you take that medicine away. Somebody's going to be selling it on the side. I have been solicited before to buy Viagra. Okay. You want to hear that story? Well, was, uh, I'm assuming that this was more than just a, a YouTube video. No, like, no, you, no. I'm in person. Too bad. In person. Okay. So, you know, I used to have the restaurant downtown, a lot of seedy characters sometimes. Yes. I come out of the store one time and this dude's like, hey, man, you want to buy this chain? And I'm like, well, let me look at it. Buy this chain? <laughs> yeah, it's a chain. Okay. It's a silver chain. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know where he got it or anything, where it came from, anything like that. You're not asking questions. I'm not asking questions. You don't want to know how the sausage is made. I check to see if it's authentically silver. And it was, and he wanted 20 bucks for it. So uh-huh. I'm like, all right, here's 20 bucks. <laughs> Take the chain, put it in my pocket, go back in the restaurant. I'm just going to like leave it on the counter or whatever. Cause you know, I'm bring a weird chain home in the middle of the night. They thinks I've been hiring hookers or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, you're going to use that to pay for something else later. <laughs> that's what I'm going to barter with now during the quarantine. <laughs> All right. Never a bad idea to invest in precious metals. I'll just say that. <laughs> right. Okay. So come back out. He's still standing on the, the patio there. And he's hey, like, you've done bought something for him. Yeah. He's looking for something else to sell you now. He's like, hey, man, you want some Viagra? And I'm like, what? And he's like, you want some Viagra? I'm like, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm good down there. You know, everything's good. He's like, come on, man. You know, $5 a pill or whatever. I'm like, no. Nah. Uh-uh. He's like, your woman going to be real happy. And I'm like, <laughs> my woman don't want to have sex with me anyways. You know? Like, You're like, no, she's not. Yeah. <laughs> no. Unless I turn into like, you know, some movie star. She's not going to be happy. But I'm like, you just keep that, Bubba. You got any more silver or gold when you come back see me. <laughs> like, that's more useful to me than anything else. So. Yeah. So also, I got there's some, no telling what he's selling you. I, yeah, I don't know what it. Well, like, what if it's like a sleeping pill or something? But I do think it's hilarious. Yeah. That what if, you know, what if this is actually ecstasy or something? Yeah. But true. he thought he took one look at you <laughs> and figured you would be more in the market for Viagra <laughs> and told you. you that's what it was. <laughs> he's like, look at this dude. He's like, here's a guy with goober problems. You know. <laughs> Here's a guy with Google problem. I'd be a little offended at that. Yeah. I was like, whatever. <laughs> so I got him back, though, because about like six months later, crackheads tend to forget they've interacted with you, <laughs> yes. in case you don't know. But I remember people, he came up and he wanted $20 to get some diapers for his baby, is what he said. And I was like, well, I ain't got $20, man. I've got some diapers, though. And that's what I said. I was like, but get in the car. I'll take you up here to Rite Aid. We'll get some diapers. He's like, uh-uh. I was like, get in this car right now. I was like, I cannot let I cannot let your baby go without diapers. He's like, no, I ain't getting in the car. I don't know you. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm going to go buy diapers for your baby, you know? He's like, uh-uh, I ain't getting in the car. You, you could be crazy. I'm like, I am crazy, but I'm going to buy diapers for you. Get in the car right how, now. How, how bad does your yeah. baby need the diapers? I was like, you said your baby has explosive diarrhea those are the words he said <laughs> and i'm like i want to help you i was like come on let's go you know and he like took off the other direction <laughs> he was like this dude is nuts you know? yeah i don't know what i would have done if he'd have been like all right let's load up and got in the car with me i, I guess, went and bought some diapers i guess, I guess. Bought some diapers he may have tried to kill me i don't know i got another story about a friend who got robbed in tuscaloosa one time but that may be too much to tell it didn't <laughs> happen to me but uh yeah so anyways all right Downtown Tuscaloosa, always a good time if you're ever down there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always a good time. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. We are all quarantined right now, so it's a great time to check out the website. Created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, 
beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to take your next cookout or event up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Homemade's always better, right? <laughs> always. Yeah, that's what you learn on Etsy and Pinterest, right? Homemade's <laughs> right. where it's at. Your neighbor or friends are not going to be able to compete with that. You're going to be the star of the show, the bell of the ball, some would even say, with your homemade potato chips that are covered in that Cajun curl spice. It is mouth-watering. I am getting hungry thinking about it right now. Make it whip up a batch here in a second. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the Bayou Bunda Spice and the chip cutter there, but you can find recipes that will blow your mind. And you can locate your nearest retailer there or order your own right on the website. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Bunda Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally in the Northport and Tuscaloosa area, it is available at Piggly Wiggly in Northport on Lurling Wallace, March Mart in downtown Northport, South Finest Meats over on Greensboro, Greensboro and 10th, and Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard. Set them backwards this week. Just thought I'd mix it up a little bit. You usually go the other way around. Start yeah. over on Skyland and come closer <laughs> to here. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic like a health worker on a 10-day cruise in the Caribbean while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural. It's low salt. It has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at www.cajuncurl.com and use our promo code EOP10. That's E-O-P-10, the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John. We don't have any new reviews this week, but I tell you what we can do. We can go to the phones. The phones. Let's go to the, the phones. phones are blowing up. <laughs> hey, guys. I am catching up on some of the old episodes. And right now I'm on October 1st, 2018. And I am a letter carrier in Portland, Oregon. And I heard you guys say that the post office will deliver uh, ballots without stamps. That is actually not true. In Oregon, we have vote by, by mail, and I do not pick up stuff. That's actually considered vote tampering in Oregon. It might be different in other states, but without a stamp on there, I could actually take that ballot and do whatever I wanted with it. I could shred it. I could open it up and change the votes on it. I could do whatever. So I always tell my customers when I'm picking up their mail, there needs to be a stamp on it or you need to physically take it down to the uh, the ballot Washington, or the, the county election office. So hope you guys are doing well. And I love the podcast. Take care. All right. Thank All right. you so much for that little bit of clarification. If you are voting by mail, make sure it's got proper postage. Did we commit voter fraud? You know, <laughs> like have we thrown an election? Are we influenced by the Russians? These are all questions people are asking. You know, yes. it's getting floated around there. Are we Russian plants trying to overthrow the election of a duly, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this sentence, but yeah, sorry about that. Well, I'm going to put a brave face on and stand up in front of the public and say, mm-hmm. Look, <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing people have, I would hope, have learned from this podcast is that me and Tiny know nothing. <laughs> yes. We have been so wrong about so many things. And uh, we don't We don't even, it doesn't help us check up. We just keep going through. Yeah. yeah. I love it. But nice to hear from you. From all of our friends, yeah, and out of I, I remember that vaguely. I think uh, I think one of us made a comment like, if someone tries to vote and they don't have a stamp, then yeah. maybe someone would go ahead and and deliver and it. deliver it. But that's apparently no, that, I that think is not I, the case. I think I probably yeah. came straight out and said, "Yeah, they'll deliver it anyways." <laughs> but right. that is not the case. No, no. At least in Oregon, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's so. say in Alabama they will though, so we're still not a hundred percent wrong. <laughs> well, in Alabama they'll just open up your ballot and yeah. change your vote too. Oh so. yeah, you didn't even have to be alive to vote in Alabama. <laughs> Alabama, you know, yeah, that's just how it goes down here. But thank you so much, Mister in Oregon, yeah, for correcting us. And uh, we'd like to let everyone know out in there, probably everywhere, but certainly in Oregon, if you are going to vote by mail, make sure properly your posted. ballot is properly posted. Yeah, 
And we're huge mail carriers. We are. We are. <laughs> you remember, like, we did, helped them out with their little drive they were having, their canned food drive? Well, imagine. We love mail carriers. So, well, I mean, if you're delivering mail, yeah, what are you going to do besides deliver mail? Like, what can you do to pass the time? You're going to listen to podcasts. Sure, right. So. I was thinking drugs, but otherwise, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just put myself in those shoes. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure they randomly drug test the post office, right? And we also got another message from our favorite Canadian. Okay. Miss Jacqueline. Let's, uh, let's hear what she has to say this week. Hey, John and Tiny. It's Jacqueline again in Canada. Just wanted to give you some thoughts on last week's show, or I guess this week's show, but now when you'll be listening to it, it's probably last week's show. Anyway, uh, I have had a couple of glasses of wine, so fair warning. Anyway, uh, my thoughts are, first of all, the show, you can't do that on television, Canadian show, awesome show. I also watched it growing up, and the phrase that caused the slime to fall on the head was the phrase, I don't know. And luckily in my home right now, I don't have slime, so I have not just been slimed. Uh, Also, it's pronounced George Takai. It's not George Tacky, like you (laughs) said. Sorry, I had to get that in there. Uh, Thank you for correcting me. I don't believe you. <laughs> Are we going to do this again? I think it's George Tacky. All right. I'll just uh, go on record. I think it's George Tacky. We're going to ask the audience. <laughs> <laughs> or what's that? Uh, phone a friend. Right. But he was great at Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, but in saying that, good call on the Marine Corps. It is Corps. It's not Corps. <laughs> and good for you for figuring that out before. I called in to correct you. Uh, on PETA, I actually used to support PETA. I have given them a lot of money over the years. Oh, no! That's fine. People can spend their money however they want, Tiny. They can. Don't hate people but for it what just, they do. Individual hurts, choices. It hurts my heart. Yeah, that's anyway. fine. And I feel super bad about it now because oh, okay. they do kind of suck. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call on the PETA thing. Uh, my basic rant is about uh, the nerd thing and girl nerds. Most girl nerds are not, you know, the girl nerds that you see on TV and in the shows. Uh, as a girl nerd myself, um, we are not all that cute and, you know, funny and adorable and you know i mean some of us are like you know i am but uh some of us um (laughs) are are not that adorable and it's kind of bothersome when people pretend to be when girls pretend to be nerds just because boys think it's cute anyway that's my pet peeve uh as a nerd though welcome to the club john Um, (laughs) it's good to have you we fully support your lifestyle and uh yeah so again five star show love you guys you guys are awesome keep up the good work uh bye well yeah she sounds like super attractive so Okay, tiny, easy there, buddy. <laughs> Turn it down a little bit. Hey, oh, oh, just wanted to compliment yeah. her voice. Oh, yeah, Jacqueline's got a great voice. Yes, I'm still not a nerd. Okay, <laughs> these are vicious rumors, and I feel personally attacked. I am not a nerd. Okay, I'm a nerd about some things, but I am not the standard definition nerd. Right, right. So, Wrong. No, I'm right. 100% right. <laughs> Wrong. Also, little known fact, I tried to join the Marine Corps. Not a lot of people know that. Okay, I didn't know that I was disqualified because I'm deaf. People didn't know that either. People don't know (laughs) I'm deaf. deaf? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. People don't know I'm deaf in one ear. So (laughs) there you go. Yeah. So I once tried. It's not just something you tell your wife when you don't want to listen to her. No, no. They sent me to a hearing specialist and everything. The Marine Corps wanted me. You know, they, <laughs> they were like, took one look at this guy and was like, we got to give this guy a rifle. Here's a guy dumb enough to charge up a hill with a VHS cassette tape and try to take it, you know, while guzzling cobra blood yeah. and right. eating scorpions. Exactly. So I tried to do my part to serve our country. <laughs> you know, no need to thank me. All right. <laughs> but I was not one of the few in the proud. Right. But Jacqueline is, I, she can call it every week. I, I love it. You know, I yeah, love yeah. her. And, um, I don't know. It's a little offensive to separate nerds into gender care, you know, (laughs) gender sections. All nerds are equal and equally pitiful people. So I see what she's saying, though. Like some girls who aren't nerds will kind of pretend to be nerds. 
Well, you know, like, so, uh, and I think somebody commented about, you know, like you should, to me, like you should watch, you know, these girls play games on Twitch, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Taking it that they were attractive or whatever. That's how I took it. Yeah. I don't even know how to get on Twitch. <laughs> I've never used Twitch. I will never use Twitch ever. That's a promise from me right now, <laughs> this day, to the listeners and you, Tiny. I will never use Twitch unless it can somehow benefit me monetarily. <laughs> and, uh, but that's how I took it. And I'm, I'm smart enough to know that probably the majority of people in the world, regardless of nerddom or not, are not that attractive. And that's me included, right? <laughs> you know, we're all pretty much just normal looking folks. Yeah. We're all hovering in that five to seven range yeah on the attractiveness scale and that's just where we're at and you just got to know your role so but i'm sure jacqueline's beautiful i don't know that i've stalked her on facebook yet you haven't got around to it yet yeah yeah i don't think i have (laughs) i'm sure she's beautiful and uh, even if she's not she's a beautiful person and that's really what counts yeah so i try to tell all the young bucks out there when they're with their girlfriends i'm like look she may be hot as fire now and chances are she may be hot as fire your entire life, but sooner or later y'all gonna need to be able to talk about something. Right. You know? Right. It can't all be physical. There has to be like an emotional and mental connection as well. So mm-hmm. not everybody looks up and marries a woman like mine. So <laughs> where every time I post a picture they're all like, Hey, you look just like you did when you were in high school and then they're like me like, Hey, John, you gained some weight. <laughs> you know? It hurt my feelings. <laughs> Well, do you have anything else? I believe that'll about do it for this show. Yeah, I think that's it. Just uh, thanks to everybody for listening Mm -hmm. once again. Tell a friend. Yeah. You know, or an enemy about the podcast. (laughs) Just one person. Just one person. Yes. And help us spread the love around the world. Hope everyone stays safe. Keep your hands out of your mouth. And, you know, don't go kissing any strangers or anything like that. I will say this. If you requested an Earth Oddity sticker, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry it took me a while, but I did get them in the mail last week. So you Six may have eight been, weeks shipping on everything, right? You may have even gotten it in the mail before this releases. Nice. So, and if you did get one, like post it on social media, let us see it where you stuck it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I still have a few more. So yeah. if you want one, I'll send them out as long as I have them to ship out. Sure. And uh, I cannot promise you they don't they aren't contaminated with coronavirus <laughs> tidy ordered them off of wish.com <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i get some crazy wish ads by the way i'm like whoa what have i been talking about here to get this stuff earth oddity stickers tell a friend and yeah. i guess i'll about do it Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're on them all. If you would like to email into the show, you can get us. We are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Mm-hmm. If you would like to tweet at us, we are underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Sometimes we post pictures. We you do. Can, you can check those out, yep. underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. That's right. But by far, our most popular way to contact the show is our super handy-dandy phone number we have. What's that number, John? 662-493-2059. Or if you can't remember that, no AI, AI, we be be okay. Okay, with the O being a zero. And a Y on the end. Right. Super simple. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But everybody's calling it, and if you want your voice heard... This is the way to get it heard. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll play you on the podcast. I don't care if you call in 50 times like Jacqueline does. In front of dozens. Yeah. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. We hope everyone out there doesn't get sick. Yeah. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. <laughs>